right? It's, it's, it's the easy times. It's easy to be Jesus, yep. right? It's easy to be a show Jesus off when when everything's going well, right? But 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 when you got stuff like like the two of us got going on, just you know, never mind the rest of our life, but just health problems alone. And then you know maybe you didn't sleep well, right? Maybe the kids were acting up, right? Uh, uh, I don't know. Something happened with the car, you know, and all this stuff start, starts coming on, right? And, and then you know, will people look at us and say, "Geez, I thought that guy had Jesus in him," but not not after all. Or are they going to say, "Wow, he really does have Jesus in him"? And, and I just want to, um, you know, as the spirit is flowing between us right now, just highlight to people: look, just because you're sick doesn't mean God doesn't love you. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, out there, to the listeners: look, look, when we are of ill health, not that you know it's God's will, but when we're of ill health, when we don't, when we're lacking in areas, right? Uh, that is the time, more powerfully than ever, for Jesus to move through us. So don't feel ashamed. If, if well, I, I haven't been healed yet, or well, have you? Are you saved? Okay, good. Because remember, the disciples came back in Luke ten, rejoicing, right, over casting out demons and healing the sick and raising the dead. And Jesus was like, "No, rejoice that your names are written in heaven." That's what Jesus said. That's what he highlights. And when we can show off Jesus, right, in the worst of our circumstances, right, and I can say and I can prove this from Scripture because Jesus was still Jesus when he was being scourged, right? When he was being mocked, when he was being scorned, when he had a, a crown of thorns pressed into his head, right? When they were nailing him to a cross, he was Jesus in the fullest more than any other times because he showed off the love of God. I mean, he said, I could have called on legions of angels, but he, no, did he do that? No, he cried out from the cross over and over and over again. Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. And we need to realize that today. I completely agree with you. Um, you know, it's the trying time. It's the fire. It's it's maybe we just had a, a, a blowout with our wife or something, you know, which never happens. But, uh, you know, and, and, that, and then what are we going to do, man? Are, are we going to take Jesus to people or are we not? Because at the end of the day, really, honestly, like you highlighted, that's what it's all about. Right. I, I'm the same way. I don't want to know anything but Christ Christ and Christ crucified, right? And, and you're talking highlighting Paul, right? Because Paul also did. He started out, right? One of his epistles. Paul, a bond servant of Christ. You know, that oh, means man. he that means just like if people don't know this in the ancient Near East, um, when a slave was set free, many times they would choose to say, stay with their master. And then they would put their ear to a door and they would take an awl and pierce their ear uh, right through the door. And it would be a, a, a covenant. Uh, because anytime you by the way you cut a covenant there must be blood so they would be marked for eternity for those that's why paul said i'm a bond sermon he's basically saying i cut a covenant with christ and i'm marked by him for all eternity um and yeah i agree with you we we, we man I, boy we'll get two preachers on there so it happens <laughs> and, uh, it's true yeah. david man it, it's true that we have to be that, that that's when it's to me that's when it's the most powerful is when when everything's going on like my truck's in the shop and i could be like oh my truck and i don't have i can't do this right now i can't and, and i got all this i'm gonna worry about the money i don't i don't i don't do that i'm not i'm not worried about it anymore like i used to be years ago i would have been all tore up about trying to figure out how the money was going to come out to figure out this and that hey i'm a servant of christ so when christ wants me to go guess what there's going to be a way made for me to go 
when Christ wants me to do something, there's going to be a made me a way made for me to do what He's called me to do. But right. when I'm not feeling good, I got, I'm supposed to be a more, even more representative of Christ. Then, when uh, uh, people cut you off in traffic, uh, people stuff that would normally might aggravate some people, like. Once God refines you so much, this stuff don't don't bother you like it used to. I'm just giving an right. example, mostly for newer believers and people that are trying to walk this out. Remember mm -hmm. that you're always going to be an example for Christ. And the most trying days you have in work, where your boss is just on you, or your coworkers not, uh, you know, not been pleasant all day. The traffic's been long getting home, and and uh, you know you got to go to the grocery store if you don't have no groceries and, and for the night and. And things are just going haywire all day long. That right there is when you need to look for an opportunity to minister to somebody. Hmm. Yeah. That's when you need to look for an opportunity to minister to somebody. It'll change your whole mindset. It'll change your whole day. If you would begin Amen. to take time and say, God, what are we doing today? Yeah. And I'll give you a good example. I had a, there was a three year period where I passed 18 to 19 kidney stones within three years. Ooh. Yeah, I had uh, eight different surgeries within three years. And I mean, I would fold over in pain. Oh, right. just fold over. And we would go, instead of saying, God, take this pain away from me, and my mindset changed. It's like, God, what do you want to do? Yes. Who do you want me to minister to? Who do you want me to pray for while I'm here? Who do you want me to give a word of encouragement to? Who do you want me to speak into their life? Do you know how many nurses and doctors that God allowed me to prophetically speak into yeah. in my pain, coming out, touching people where they're crying because it was such a, a word from God out of my pain. I reached out to them and spoke Jesus to them. And I spoke a word that only God knew between them and God, that the Holy Ghost spoke to me mm. and I spoke into their life and it completely transformed, it completely touched their life, that I was in so much pain and so much suffering, but yet, I spoke that encouraging word from God that yes. shifted their life around, that I would not know the full implications of uh, of those moments at the time, but my mindset shifted. I remember one time I was going to surgery for a kidney stone, and they gave me, they give me this medicine that makes you a little loopy in the head or something before medicine. They give you the, for surgery. They gave me this medicine, and guess what I started doing? I started preaching. <laughs> So they're pushing me down the hall and I'm preaching to everybody that I see and I go yeah. into the surgery room and there's several surgical centers there and it's full of people everywhere moving around doing stuff. And I started preaching Jesus to them as mm. I'm going. Guess what? That was the fastest they ever put the gas on me and knocked me out ever. <laughs> they didn't ask me no questions. They didn't ask me. To, they just put that gas on me and as soon as they got back there and I was gone because I mm. was preaching the gospel. Yeah. Like I was preaching to everybody. And, and I mean, I don't know what all I was saying and what I was doing, but I do know that I was preaching and I do know that it was the spirit of God because it wasn't Chris at that moment. Right. Uh, Chris was Chris was on his way out. <laughs> but it was Jesus preaching, man, to people at, down the hallway there. So I had to look for opportunities in your suffering. Yeah. Look for an opportunity to be a blessing to somebody. Yeah. Look for an opportunity to share the word. It's more sacrificial. Listen, that's when your sacrificial obedience mm. comes in. I could have just focused on my pain. I could have focused on, you know, the three days I had to, after they did the kidney surgery. There were several days I spent in like critical care or whatever it was, intense care. It was, right. I had to spend like three days in there and, and I could have focused on all the pain and all the things, but instead I chose to ask God, what do you what do you want to say to this nurse? God, what do you want to say to this doctor? What do you want to say to this x-ray tech? What do you want to say to uh, 
you know, this kind person that's cleaning my room, God, today, right, right. that needs a touch from God. What What are you wanting to do right here, God, through our pain and our suffering and our daily walk? And when you do, you'd be surprised, man, the things that would happen, bro. Yeah, I've no, seen, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> you'd be surprised <laughs> the supernatural things that begin to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, I, when I end your pain that you did that. And yeah. that's, that takes your walk to a whole new level. It that does. takes your perspective to a whole new level. It does. That, that'll increase the anointing upon your life if you can have that mindset. Yeah, and, 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 and that's great advice for the young young people out there, the new believers. But and I just want to say to them, too, as well, you know, you don't have to do exactly the way Chris Board. Chris Board is Chris Board. David McGuire is David McGuire. Right, you do you. I mean, and, you know, we're, we're all we're all unique, and that's a cool thing. You know, we could be Jesus in, in all sorts of different ways to all sorts of people. However, God God uses us, and and if the, 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 the main point again is obedience obey god how are you going to do do you want to show off christ or not you know and just to just to just to bounce off the story you know i remember i, I had tooth pain all of a sudden up here you know and I, anybody's ever had tooth pain knows that tooth pain is absolutely rotten and i'm walking into the dentist office smiling my smiling my face off right yeah i mean and, and then I'm, I'm just being friendly to the doctors and the dental assistants and next thing you know the fate you know I, you know they're smiling the, the atmosphere has changed the favor of god starts flowing you know i get i get dental appointments lined up to do my root canal my crown like wait like literally within three day time frame and i come back in i'm smiling getting a root canal you know i'm i'm, I'm cheery getting a root canal and you know and it's just you know every time and, and you know because i decided you know what jesus you be jesus I'm just, you yeah. work through me and I'll just come in there shift the atmosphere and uh and they're you know always smiling you know happy to see me oh you're back again yeah welcome in and you know just being the gospel and, and you know it's like not br bragging on me I'm just bragging on Christ and because this is exactly why people wanted to be around Jesus come because on he was, because he was attached to the father he said I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna show the people I'm not just gonna preach the kingdom I mean actually the sermons preached to the crowds are very few and far between. You know, the the, the sermons he had to preach to the believers were a whole another ball game. But his, his he was a living, breathing sermon. You know, that's why that's why the religious crowd got so offended by it. What is he doing eating with drunkards and and thieves and liars and such? I don't. We don't get it. And you know, Jesus all, you know, all the time like, yeah, because they need me. I'm being me to them. No, you need to be preached at. These people just need to show. You know. You know need to see the example i saw i'm leading by example while you over there are, are preaching you know your heads off and, and ex, you know exegetically um you know preaching the scriptures but you got no power of god like you said you know like the scriptures say they denied the power of god come on man and i was I, it's a good thing that we got onto this because i was swimming the other day and the spirit of god you know was speaking to me and he said be an example unto all believers mm -hmm. be an example Use every situation and every aspect of your life to be an example. And it's not that I haven't read that today, but it was highlighted to me this morning. Oh, I get it, yeah. And now we're talking about <laughs> being that example. So I know why the Spirit of God was highlighting that this morning to me as I was swimming. Was be an example on all believers because our examples are going to live in other people's lives, my Lord. Amen. They're going to live in other people's lives for the rest of their life. Mm. Just take a young child, and as you're growing up, as they're growing up, and you're teaching them things, and you're showing them things, that example 
will stick with that child the rest of his life. It's the same way with those that are babes in Christ and those right. that are just crawling and those that are walking. That example that you are now, that's why he said to all believers, it's going to stick with them the rest of their life. That's right. I remember things that my grandfather taught me when I was little that have stuck with me, that I have not forgotten those examples and those lessons that he taught me and being an example you know, as an outdoorsman, being an example as a fisherman, being an example as a, a, a coon hunter or whatever, those things are stuck with me. Those examples stuck with me. My grandmother praying, that example, that was an example that sticks with people. Right. So that's why that when we're Christ, a representative of Christ, that example that we are is going to be etched in the people's memories and right. the thing when they they look at that and they're going to say that david what had been through living hell on this earth been through wars been through battles the battle the pts battle depressed battle anxiety battle this battle that but he was the most kindest sincere pastor uh, uh, and friend that i know of and he spoke this to me about jesus and, and it, it was an example that stuck with me and, and that's what we want to be, an example right. unto all believers. I want to do something that has such an impact on people's lives that they always remember it in a good way. Yeah. That, that example is me. Paul said this. He said, follow me as I follow Christ. Yeah. Amen. So Christ was his perfect example. And we follow Christ so intimately that the person behind us, the person beside us, and the person around us mm. can see that example of Christ, no matter the situation, no matter the uh, Paul being in prison, Roman right. prison, a horrible place to be. And he was still writing letters, being the leader, being the example unto all believers to his pain through the suffering, even in his death. He said, my time, he basically, he said, my time has come. My race is right. finished. I'm yeah. getting ready to go be with Christ where I long desired to be. Because he said I'd rather he said I'd rather be with Christ than be here with you all, but it's more profitable for me right. to stay for you all. For me right. to stay and to teach you. Because why? Because he still wasn't done being that example. So on this walk, as we begin to walk it out, being that daily example as we walk this thing out, daily sacrificial obedience, that's what we're here for. We're not mm -hmm. here for any other reason. We're here to be an example of all believers, an example of Christ in this thing. And believe me, I believe that if we're not that example and we're out here and we're not being that example, there's going to be people who die and go to hell because we weren't that example. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I don't want anybody that I come in contact with to be the wrong example for them that day. And maybe for the rest of their life, they would not know Christ when I had that opportunity that day. To be an example of just who Jesus is to him, man. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Father. This is, yeah, this is this is, uh, this is a thread. This kind yeah. of example. I mean, you know, I, I I interviewed Paul Wilbur about his new book, War from Zion, right? And he uh, and um, he ends he uh, if I remember correctly, he ends with talking about hey, well, well, you know, when people see me, I want them to see Jesus. Why? Because he said he, he said that Jesus said, right? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father, right? So then by by default, then, you know, if they see us, they should be seeing Jesus, right? And, and you know, for good or sometimes for bad. And, you know, like you were, you were saying, we don't want it to be for bad. We don't want, to, you know, people to say, hey, if, hey, man, that's Jesus. I don't want anything to do with that. You know, that guy says he joked with Jesus, but I don't want it. No wonder people don't want to do, you know, anything with a Christianity. No wonder people don't want to do um, anything like that because... For too long, many of us have just turned them completely off because we literally, we've, 
we've profaned the name of Jesus. We've taken his name in vain. I, mean, I believe that's the deepest sense of taking the Lord's name in, in vain is when we say, hey, by the way, I'm identified with Jesus, but then we act the exact you know, opposite. That's that's that right there is is what I believe to be the deepest meaning of taking the Lord's name in vain, and we got to you know real, realize that hey, we can't do that. Um, and we 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 got to stop turning people off. We got to we we got to show Jesus once again, you know. And unfortunately, you know, like you know, you probably know from being down down where you are, you know, there's a lot of preachers who will say, "Well, I'm a I'm a holiness preacher. I'm a hellfire preacher, right?" And the only thing that they preach is get away from Christ, pretty much. That's not what they preach. But that's what people are, are listening to, right? Because oh, they're hearing oh, we know God, God is ready to send you to hell at a moment's notice, and yada yada. And I'm like, yeah, I, I understand holiness. Believe me, I love holiness, and and God loves holiness because He is love, and He wants us to be holy because He loves us. But we got to be Jesus. We got to realize, okay, well, what did Jesus? How was Jesus to the lost? Okay, oh well, when I read my Bible, it doesn't say that He scared people to hell, you know, or out of hell. I mean, you know, He didn't He didn't scare people into heaven. He, he he loved on them. He didn't compromise, but he didn't. You know, he loved them. You know, still. And how? You know, coming back to being an example. He hung out with them. He ate with them. He walked with them. You know, he chilled with them. He he. I mean, the Samaritan woman at the well. I mean, there's so much to unpack in, in that one little short thing alone. But the point is that you know she was a Samaritan woman, so she was a Samaritan, so she was already less than in the eyes of Jewish. So now she is a woman double whammy now she's been divorced and and, and considered an adulteress that's like four things right there all off the bat like why every reason jesus as a jew should not have should not have preached to her but he did um be with her right he, the example he said he didn't move away when she came right and then what happened she became the very first evangelist so we want to see this fire spread and we need to be jesus and realize you know, every person we see, the guy with it, with all the all the tattoos, you know, yeah. the guy with multiple piercings, uh, long hair, whatever. I don't care, man. That's that that could be the, the next worldwide evangelist. Come you know? on, man. That guy could be the next faith healer. You know, yeah. he could take what Todd White does and take it to whole new levels. You know, uh, he he could be the next. Who knows, man? Um, you know, he he could he could he could uh, start the next. He or she, by the could start the next. Um, I don't know, apostolic center that that reaches. Uh, you know, all around the globe. Who knows? There's, there's no telling. But I, I just want to tell, tell people, especially new believers, you know, don't look at what your natural eyes. What you see with your natural eyes, that's not what God's looking at. God's looking at them and saying, yeah, I know they're, they're, they're sinners, but I also see what I what I put them on this earth to be. I saw the gift and callings. I see the gift and callings that I put upon their lives waiting for something like you out there to activate. Praise the Lord. And you know, that's, uh, you know, I just want to speak a little bit more into that. But you mentioned Todd White and Todd White's testimony. You know, he said that he tells so many people about Jesus and the love of Jesus. And this is what he does. He loves telling. He loves the chance to witness to ever and tell them about the love of God and, and, and Jesus and how much he cares for him because he never had anybody come through all his uh, 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 years. You no, know, he had everybody come and told him about this love and told him about Jesus like this. He had never had nobody approach him like this. So now, Todd said, I'm going to approach everybody. I don't want nobody to be that person that I was, that nobody come and told me about Jesus. Nobody come and told me about his love. Nobody right. told me. So his desire is now 
to tell everybody that he meets, no matter what they look like, no matter where they're at, no matter how deep of darkness they're in, that he tells them about Jesus and that he evangelizes to him. And for that, man, it's hats off because he's being the example that nobody yeah. was to him. Because right. that, you know, a lot of times when somebody's not an example, there's two ways they can go. Even if you have a bad example of, let's just say a lot of people have bad examples of, of different parents that have different issues and stuff and say an alcoholic or something like that. There's some people that would never ever look or touch alcohol because they dealt with that growing up. Right, right. So they, but so they went the opposite and Todd White did the same thing. Nobody told me about this love and this Jesus that I know, nobody did. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna tell everybody and nobody's gonna be left behind. That's the way it is. God desires that none, 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 no, your worst enemy, say right. no, God desires your worst enemy should not yes. perish, but should come to know him in everlasting life. That's what, that's who Christ is. That your worst enemy that God does, does not desire for them to perish, but then for them to repent and come to him. So mm -hmm. once we get that down, Pat, even our enemies, that's why we love our enemies. That's why we bless our enemies. That's why we bless people that curse us. That's why we bless those people. Why, you know what I tell God to ask God to bless my enemies with? To bless them with the truth. Amen. Bless God, bless them with the truth. Show them who you are. Show yes. them who you are through who, whatever means you desire to do. Show them who you are and show them the truth, God. And Amen. once we do, we come to a whole new level in our maturity. We come to a whole new level in our walk. And we come to a whole new level. Being an example, unto even our enemies now how about that man we're being an example our enemies yeah. when they curse we spit out blessings yeah when, when they try to take from us we give them our co cloak here take this here take this yeah here take this and then they begin to why in the world is this this person being kind why in the world yeah he should be cut i'm trying to get a reaction for out of him to for <laughs> him to cuss me I'm trying right. to get a reaction out of him in in his flesh, and we're giving him a spiritual reaction because we're giving him that that reaction of the spirit that that they're looking for. So, mm -hmm. even our enemies is is to be an example, even unto our enemies, man. In this harvest field, bro, I'm telling you what, I got friends, I got f people I consider friends and families, and I made a lot of enemies just by doing what God told me to do. I still pray for these people. I still yes. love these people, man. I still pray that God would mold some of them are preachers and like you said that you know some of them preach angry some of them prophesy angry you know and and they preach hell and, and there's nothing wrong with with preaching about heaven and hell and, and holiness i love holiness i love all that stuff you were talking about but some people are preaching angry because they have unresolved anger that's come out of them and that's not a fruit of the spirit no uh no. people say well that's just a prophet coming out in them well i want to tell you what <laughs> if it's not the fruits of the spirit coming out in you i don't want to hear what you got to say Amen. if you're going to be angry and you're going to be mad and you're going to be ah, and rough and, and and harsh with everybody that you, i don't want to hear that i don't mm. want to hear that if your fruits of the spirit ain't showing you're not going to be one to prophesy in my life. I can tell you that much right Amen. now. That's right. That's, so that's right. an example. You want to be an example? Then let's see the fruits of the Spirit operate with the gifts of the Spirit in your life. And let mm. that be an example in all believers. So I don't, you know, when we can get it, we can get into to knocking, you know, getting into all the different things and stuff like that. But listen, that harshness, it doesn't belong in the body. No, if the fruits of the Spirit belong in there, the gifts of the Spirit and the fruits of the Spirit should work in concert together with the Father's heart to speak and express itself. Now, is there going to be times, you know, out there in the harvest field that, that I may have to, you know, like one lady said, 
Chris, uh, was you upset at me? And I said, no, ma'am, I was not upset with you, but I was upset with that spirit that I seen that was messing with you. And she goes, oh, now I understand what's going on. And that's what she said. I loved her and stuff like that. But that spirit that was messing with her, I didn't play around or patty cake with that, that spirit, you know? Right. I just dealt with that spirit, and, and, you know, and, and, and commanded it to go and, and to leave this lady alone and, you know, and all this stuff. And, and it went on, man. So uh, people, yeah. you know, so it, it's just the kingdom of God, man. I've, I've loved that's this. Right. Uh, I've loved this little chat and talk about the ministry and stuff that we, we've had going on here to David. David? Praise the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah, man. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's, yeah. uh, it's been great. And I, and I thank you for uh, deciding to come on. And it was such a blessing, a, a blessed time. And, you know, we, we could probably go two, three more hours just talking about this stuff alone. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're, well, out of time. And, well, actually, we're way, way over time normally. But that's okay. I, for, for the audience out there, uh, I'll break this up into episode uh, part one and part two for you all out there. And uh, so if you're listening to this part of it, then this will be part two. So if you missed the part one, go back and listen to part one. But before we uh, leave, Chris, uh, would you tell the audience out there how they could uh, reach you? Yeah, uh, we have a website. It's www.wildfire-ministries.com. And that'll take you to our website. You can also follow us uh, on Facebook, uh, Red River Eagles with two exclamation marks, and that'll take you to our events page where we're doing our events uh, with our tent. We're doing events in Kentucky at the birthplace of the Second Great Awakening. So, and then you can follow me on Facebook. Just look me up, Chris Board, on Facebook, and and you can follow me on Facebook. And you know, I'm always either posting something funny or or posting something about the Lord or something or about our our, our, our God guns and country or or what God's doing. You know, so. Uh, you can follow me there. Uh, we have a uh, prophetic wildfire is one of our groups, but we use that group to for people just to post all our videos. It's like a video dump, I guess nowadays what they call it, where everybody just posts all their lives. And we have a wildfire ministries group. It's actually wildfire ministries group, and uh, that we just post. We just kind of share our event flyers into and what we have going on. But the best place to follow us on facebook is uh red river eagles with two exclamation marks and that'll take you to all their events that'll take you to everything that god's got going on and uh one community there of people that are hungry for awakening they're hungry for revival that we're taking it we're going to be in uh illinois coming up here august the 19th through the 22nd we're going to be in rockford illinois at the house of joy in rockford illinois that's going to be our next tenth meeting uh, so if you all could get on our page and follow us and stuff and come to that next tent meeting and experience God on a whole new level. We're going to be back in Kentucky September the 23rd to October the 2nd at Red River Meeting House in Adairville, Kentucky and Kentucky. And then in November, we are looking at a potential, potential site in Texas near Austin, Texas right now that we might be taking our tent near Austin, Texas in November. It's not sealed this year but we are looking at a potential site so we have a lot of things planned every month i'm going to be under a tent besides december and and i uh you know i'm going to take december i would say off i'm going to take it off to do more podcasts and more lives and and to spend time with my family and you know in the winter time when things are a little bit slower but we have an exciting thing a bunch of exciting stuff going on i'm looking forward to uh what god is doing you know in this country i'm looking forward to the, how god is turning things around 
I'm looking forward to the Spirit of God being released and coming into agreement with the different people and different areas that we come to. That's why I talk to the local pastors and the people who invite us. And I'm like, you know, what are we up against? What are we dealing with? What have you all been praying for? And uh, I come into agreement with those and I try to, you know, to come into a full agreement and to help them, you know, turn that corner for awakening, turn that a corner for revival. So when they, when I leave these areas, we leave these areas that these people are refreshed, these people are on fire, and these people have, you know, a, 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 re, a rejuvenation or a renewed vision into what that God's called them to, and it's lighting a fire and just, uh, you know, sitting back mm -hmm. and watching it burn in certain areas of the United States. So right. uh, that's how you all can follow us. You can also email me at brochrisboard at gmail.com. So if somebody's not on that and they just on, you know, they, they see me and they don't know, they don't have Facebook, you can message me at brochrisboard at gmail.com or go on our website at www.wildfire-.com, brother. Hallelujah. Thank you. All right. All right. So all those, uh, the links uh, to the website and Facebook um, and will be uh, in, in the show notes in the description. Let me ask you folks out there. I know this will be technically part two, but hey, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. But most importantly, you be an internet evangelist, you be an internet missionary, you click that share button and you tag your friends, your family, your enemies, your frenemies, everybody, everybody. All right. Because this, yeah, these are important messages to get out. Uh, we don't, we don't do, do this for our own glory or anything like that. So, oh, so that'll wrap up um, this episode of uh, Restoring Your Voice. Uh, so be on the lookout for more interviews coming down the pipe in the future Thursday. I'm going to be interviewing Ryan Johnson in August. I'm going to be interviewing Sean Tabbitt of Destiny Image Publishing. And well, I praise God for all that. And I pray God will connect me with more people so we can get what God wants out and you can use your voice. <laughs>